cool baby. Okay. Hey bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man, come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, yo, what's up? What's up? Um, we're back here. For asking, I'm suave at some certain Tells at KMGZ, and we are back with episode, what is it, 87? 87, yeah. Alright, um, so, let's start out. You got any yours or negatives? Um, excuse me, mine, um, Mary J. Blige, just want to shout her out for being fine, cutting off that fuck nigga out of her life, and, um, just out here growing up. Hopefully she can cut that spousal support he asking for out of her life, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if he's a fuck nigga or not, but whatever. Um, going out to the Green Bay Packers and that bad man Aaron Rodgers, my favorite quarterback for getting the motherfucking New York Giants out the paint, because let me tell you, the Giants don't annoy me as much as Cowboys fans, and I don't hate them as much as Redskins, but you niggas talk a lot of shit. Giants fans talk a lot of shit like when you before games and not based in like anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like niggas like to drag Eagles fans, but we fucking realistic, man. We know we got chances and these motherfuckers just swore they was gonna beat the Packers based off what? I don't know. Based off how, I don't know. They not even the best team in the NFC East, but y'all gonna go beat the Packers talking a lot of shit and got blowed the fuck out. Um, you know, and all week I wasn't saying nothing, cause you know, the Eagles trash, but, oh well, at least we made the playoffs, yeah, I mean, that's the shit you talk when, you know, you made the playoffs and got lost, because you know, you gotta have something to hang on, but honestly, I'd rather not get my hopes up and be home like we was, than go into the playoffs and go out in the first round, now you home too, so, um, yeah, I just need to shout the Packers out because they are peaking at the right time and I actually have them going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. Um, I don't think Dallas gets past them. They might. Dallas is good. I just I just feel like Aaron Rodgers has that experience. But I don't know. Jordy Nelson is, is hurt, so could make a difference, but I just don't see nobody beating that man. That Rodgers is, is clicking. He told y'all don't worry. He told y'all chill, and that motherfucker is still the best quarterback in the NFL as far as I'm concerned. And um, if we lucky, our boy, uh, Daddy Wentz, looks very Roger-ish to be a rookie. So if we lucky, um, that could be our future. But for right now, we trash. All right. Um, moving on to current events. What do we got? Quite a few. Um, I don't know where you want to start. Uh, nigga stole my tweet. Go ahead. You want to start with the Golden Globes? Oh, did you watch? No. Did you see Moonlight? I haven't seen it yet, no. Alright, well the point of all that is Moonlight got robbed. They gave that shit to that La La Land musical, but you know what? As soon as it's a musical with white people involved, you know what's going to win. Because white people love giving awards to movies where they singing and dancing. I can't stand musicals. There's only like two or three musicals on one hand that I like. One, the main, well actually one, The Wiz. And, um, not like Little Shop of Horrors, a movie. For, I mean, it's a couple of them that I like, you know. 
but I, I just can't stand me. I just hate him. And um, Moonlight was got one best picture, but the performances in Moonlight were outstanding. I, I just it got robbed, and it doesn't forebode well for the Oscars. And I was just a little pissed because I ain't got to see La La Land and know that shit ain't as good as Moonlight because that shit is a motherfucking musical. And how the fuck good can it be? And Moonlight was just breathtaking and just heartbreaking and just powerful and just like so much. And it should have won all the awards. Um, congratulations, Tracy Ellis. Didn't it win some? It won Best Picture. That's it. Got shout out at all the performances, which is bullshit. Um... Shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross, who won for Best Comedy over Issa Rae. Well-deserved role for them. I love Issa, but uh, Tracy been up for that award for forever, and she's been putting her work in black, and she's like, you know, the best black show on TV, in my opinion, so congrats to her. And she was up there looking so regal, looking just like Diana Ross's daughter. Diana Ross has given the world so much, one of them being Tracy Ellis Ross. So thank you, Queen, um, you know. I, I I I defend you on the TL because certain millennials who wasn't raised right come for you, but I, you really don't need no defense. Like I don't need to say nothing, but Diana Ross because every fucking woman in the entertainment industry is trying to be is trying to follow the blueprint that you laid and be the, the star that you demonstrated to the world was possible, especially these black girls out here. So enough said. But thanks for Tracy. Um. <laughs> What else about the Golden Globes? Uh, oh, this is what I wanted to say, too. Um, so you said you didn't see it. So what happened was Hidden Figures and Fences were both... Oh, shout out to uh, Viola Davis for winning Fences also. Um, Hidden Figures and Fences were both up. But, you know, the white people, it was just too much for them to keep a track of the two only two black movies. It was just too much. So they combined them and was calling the shit Hidden Fences. Now, the first time they did it was when Pharrell was on the, on the red carpet with some white chick. So, she said hidden fences. And Pharrell didn't say anything. I probably would have corrected her, but he didn't. So, I was like, okay, people thought that that was just her fucking up. But then Michael Keaton got up there and read hidden fences off of whatever he was reading. So, that means whoever was at the Golden Globes wrote that shit down as hidden fences. Because them people... Uh, was saying that shit for a reason, and like that's the kind of shit we talking about. Like that's y'all don't get the white movies wrong. Y'all ain't never confusing white movie title. It's only two black motherfucking movies out, and Hidden Figures is is uh beat Rogue One this week. Rogue One been out for Christmas, but still that's a Star Wars movie, still making a lot of fucking money, and and Hidden Figures beat it. Okay, so this ain't no little piece of shit ass movie that we dealing with. This is is a money making movie, and y'all out here getting the name fucked up, and y'all don't never see that never seems to happen with white movies. It could be the strangest name ever, you know, the assassination of Abraham of uh, Jesse James by the coward um, Robert whatever, Smith, I can't remember the title now, y'all get that shit all right, y'all never fuck y'all movies up, but our shit, two little movies we got, and it's Hidden Fences, the fuck is Hidden Fences? So, you know, it's little shit like that, like, this is the shit we be talking about, like, you know, y'all, you, if you can take the time to get Leo shit and all these, all, all these people's movies, the, the foreign movies, they be having the pronunciation perfect, they be having the title perfect, but, you know, all little raggedy ass nigga movies, you got to put it together and make it one, hidden fences, the fuck is that? Fuck y'all. Yeah. I uh I watched the intro to with Jimmy Fallon in that big production that they did, and I was just like, this was this was forty five seconds too long, and I just don't, 
I can already tell how this is about to go, and I don't have the patience. And shout out to Meryl Streep, who got up there and gave that outstanding speech um, about Trump without mentioning Trump, dragged his ass for filth, and he deserved every word of it. Um, it was great. It was outstanding. Uh, he called her overrated, which is like calling the sun overrated, because Meryl Streep is the greatest actress of all time, and every actress who ever acted will tell you that shit, actor too, like, Meryl Streep is over, your mama's overrated, okay, Meryl Streep then played everybody in everything perfectly, she got more Oscars than any, matter of fact, I think the Oscar trophy is a little miniature Meryl Streep, that's how fucking legit Meryl Streep is in these acting streets, so, your mother's overrated, um, all yeah, right. Atlanta, Atlanta won something too, right? Yeah, they want for, you know, I, whatever. I, I, I'm i giving up the Atlanta argument. I'm letting you niggas have it. But I don't like Donald Glover, as we said on this show. We don't like the show on here. But I turn it on on mute and get them their little ratings. I do my part. I just don't like the show. I don't like him. Um, he's he's problematic for me, and it predates Atlanta. I haven't, I, I have issues with him going way back. I just don't think he's funny. I think he's one of them black guys that white people think is funny. And who's presented as smart and cutting edge, but if you really, like, look at things he's said in the past, and even that show Atlanta, we said on here the things, certain scenes in there we didn't like, um, I don't think he is, you know, but whatever, it's a black show, I put it on mute, I let them get the ratings, they won, congratulations. But I'm not surprised they won, because that's the kind of show that those kind of white people will honor. Like, oh my god, this is so great, this is so edgy, this is so smart, and it's an okay show. But, you know, congratulations to them. Congratulations to all the actors. They work really hard. Y'all know I like Paperboy. I'm not, you know, I ain't trying to be hating, but I just, I, all right, I said congrats. Um, what's next? All right, uh, guess we can get all the goofy shit out the way. Chris and Soldier Boy's boxing so remember, remember last week I said I thought that they said they might have all set that shit up. I still kind of think that, and I feel like they got yeah. Mike Tyson involved, Floyd Mayweather. I just feel like them niggas is like, yo, we can get some quick money on this. This what we gonna do? Um, we gonna film it, and you know we gonna turn it to a thing. Cause I just don't. This is too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's 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 too much involved. I didn't believe it was real. I I didn't realize that they really. No, it's a match. Supposedly they got tickets sold already. I don't know. I wouldn't. You couldn't pay me to watch them two crackheads fight. And I just think Chris is. I just you know. I just think Chris is. I just think Chris is gonna beat his ass, even without nobody training. I just think Chris could gonna would beat his ass. But I would not. I'm not. I would never pay to see that. You couldn't pay me to go see that. Um, they're probably gonna pay them niggas in crack rocks. I don't know. But I just feel like it's it's all a scam. Um, but you know. And I heard so many different versions of what this is about. I don't know if I believe that gang shit, only because... And then I read another story that Chris supposed to be on the verge of... I don't... I mean, I, I don't... I don't know. Who knows? I just... That that part of the story was Chris don't go out, and he... I, Chris be out all the time, and nigga be everywhere. So I just... If you wanted to do something to him, you could do it to him. And how many times he done already been robbed? You know what I mean? Like, I just, that story, that story don't make sense to me. Um, I just think they both knucklehead fuck niggas that are immature, and this is the type of shit they do. That's <laughs> what I think. Um, but you need to leave Rihanna name out your motherfucking mouth, soldier boy. I know that fucking much. 
I know that. Um, yeah. for she have to send her people on your ass because you t- you leave Rihanna's name out your motherfucking mouth. She ain't got nothing to do with this. This is y'all knucklehead shit. She ain't fucking with neither one of y'all. Um. All right. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I think that shit is the point. I think that shit was set up. I think this is like some coon shit, and um, there's just too many coincidences. Um, you said you read something about CB going bankrupt. Yeah, but that even that's the so all these. This is what happens when you. Shit, just, that would make sense. This what happened. This, this what happened when you were coon. Like so many fucking stories come out that could be plausible, could not be because. Who knows what the fuck right. you'll be doing. But the reason I doubted it, because it was like some ex-manager, and an ex-manager was talking about how he... I mean, I could believe... I, it's not that I don't believe he's bankrupt, but I'm like, nigga, how you know his finances now? Like, you... How you giving depositions about some nigga you ain't worked for in five years and what they spending? Like, how would you know that? So, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's so many stupid stories around these niggas that could be true, could not be true. Mm-hmm. Um, true. Okay. What's next? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the president leaving or the one coming in first. Oh, so Obama's speech last speech last night we all watched it. Um, I I gotta tell you I'm not really sentimental about Obama. I mean I'm I'm sorry he's the, I wish this motherfucker stay. I mean nobody don't want this new nigga at all. I wish he could stay. You know, as compared to this new nigga, I, you know, if Hillary was coming in, I, you know, I'd be like, all right, you know, it was nice, but this motherfucker, it's like, can you please stay? But I'm not sentimental. Like, I just, I'm not an Obama groupie. I like him. I think he was one of he. History will uh, vindicate him or put him down or, or, uh, you know, write him down as one of our best presidents that we have ever had. There's no doubt about that. Facts are facts. Um, just is what it is. Uh, one of our most intelligent, one of our, you know, most distinguished, classy. Um, he's a constitutional law professor, so his knowledge of like the actual um, office and what it should be and shouldn't be and what is allowed and what is not allowed is like bar none. Um, but like, I just, you know, I'm, I didn't, I, I just never was like. I'm not sad that he's, it's not like he's dying, you know what I mean, like, I'm not sad that he's leaving, I'm actually a little bit more excited to see what he will do as a private citizen, not bound by the office of president and Congress and all this bullshit that he had to put up with for eight years, can't get shit done, I think he might actually be much more effective as a private citizen, and I'm just, you know, so... The last speech last night, I didn't really, you know, it didn't move me too much. Like, it, you know, I, I like the part where he thanked his wife and his children and teared up. That was really, you know, good and part of his charm and why we like him so much. But, like, the speech was just, to me, was like fiddling on the Titanic because he just has this faith and this hope, and I, I don't have it. And I think that that's a lot of what he's saying has already been proven to not be so. You know, the American people are strong and this and that. No, we're not because they just look who they just selected. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not those things, you know. Um, and look how easily we were manipulated, and look how easily we were exploited by an outside force who knows that we're not those things. I mean, it's so obvious. Like it's our hypocr- our hypocrisy. It's choking us to death. 
And so we can't just keep standing up there acting like everything is all good and this America's this and these high ideals because it's just not so. Not saying it can't ever be so, but it's not so. And pretending as if it is, I feel like it's kind of like where we got to where we are because people won't call a thing a thing. And it's time because... (laughs) <laughs> we at the fucking bottom of the of the bottom of the bottom and can still fall further. Um, so you know, I don't know. What did you think about it? I just was kind of watched that whole thing like. Eh. <laughs> you know? I really, I mean, I didn't watch it, and my reason being was just like for the same reason I didn't watch the fucking press conference today. I just yeah. I ain't watched that. I ain't never watching nothing from Trump. Ever, um, I got a lot of respect for Obama. Um, I like Obama. I wouldn't call myself an Obama groupie. You know, there's always criticisms to make against anyone. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't want to be like you said. Like, we're not in that space where we have time to like mourn and lament and all this other shit. Like, life's gonna keep going. Like, in however what nine days. This motherfucker's gonna be in... You know what I mean? Like, no. (laughs) He's been there. He's given us eight years, eight solid years. He he came in and he had a a mess, a catastrophe. Probably a a lesser one than the one we're about to see. Um, But, I don't know. I just... Hey, you know? Like you said, he's not dying. There's more work to be done, and I'm pretty sure that he'll get it done. As he can, um, so that's just it. Like I, I just didn't. I knew it was gonna be emotional and like all this other stuff, and I just didn't have time to be in that space. Um, will we miss him? Yeah, we'll miss his charm, his charisma, his uh, sincere tone on everything. But maybe uh, I... the reality is Donald Trump has been elected the president of the United States of America, and that's not something I can shake. I was about to say, maybe I could get emotional if I wasn't so fucking terrified. <laughs> maybe I could get emotional, but I, you can't cry when you fucking terrified. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like, I don't know, like, that setting myself and sending myself towards depression that I don't need to be going towards. Like, nah. I'm gonna just take this eight days or however much longer we got, eight days, I think, and smile as much as I can in these eight days it's like waiting to be executed I swear to god like I've been saying like I am worried because I can't stress this enough how much this is not an exaggeration could could we get through all four years and, and by some luck of the draw be fine and just muddle through and just you know not have some major catastrophe of course, I would not bet on that because we about to be vulnerable as fuck. The, the whole world, I, I, I can't express enough how bad this is and how dangerous this is. I, I'm just, I'm. this motherfucker has the nuclear code. He does not have the temperament. He does not have the intelligence. He does not have the depth. He does not have the range president is a serious office it's not just about giving press conferences and you know all this dumb shit that these fucking supporters that voted for him think it is it's not that the United States sets an example for the entire world 
We are it. We are the fucking wall between civilization and whatever the fuck else they did before. You know? And if we fall, that's it. And I don't really think people understand that. The, the Britain and the France and the Germany and all this other fuck shit that's going on in the world, that's bad. But the reason that that can go on and not take everybody down is because it doesn't go on here. If it ever starts to go on here, who do they call? Whenever anything in the world happens, they call us. What happens when you can't call us because we over here on fire? No, shit. Like, who we get to call when we in trouble? Jesus. That nigga ain't picking up no phone that's right the, now. Jesus, that's the answer. Swing low, send a flood, somebody, Noah, I don't know. And I'm just, this was a very important election, and we just, and, and so many people fucked it off. And, you know, we're going to pay for it, and we deserve it. And, you know, we deserve it. This was not a game. Like, this is not a game. Like, like this motherfucker is the absolute worst. We have had bad presidents before. This motherfucker is the absolute worst. The ab- Me and you both are more qualified to be president than this motherfucker. Y'all would be in a lot of trouble, y'all. Oh, but you'd man. be in less trouble. Like, I know not to, I know not to hit the missiles, you know. And I'm a, right. I'm a motherfucking tyrant. <laughs> I would change a lot of shit around here. But I would not blow us the fuck up. I wouldn't get us blowed up. I wouldn't launch no nuclear codes. I wouldn't get compromised by the motherfucking Russians. I wouldn't be in Russia pissing on no hookers for damn sure. Where I could be recorded. Um. Yeah. No. Okay, so. Obama, I don't, don't want to stay on that. For obvious reasons that we just discussed. Now, you brought up the piss. Now. What? <laughs> so. He had the prostitutes pee on the bed because... I don't know if I believe that story. I believe there may be some truth in that story. I don't know if I believe that actual story because it just sounds very dumb to me. But even if everything in that whole story was true, I mean, it's not... That's not something that you use to compromise the president. That's something that you throw out there to embarrass, to cause chaos... For shits and giggles, they just sit and laugh like she's fucking stupid, motherfucker. Let's put this shit out, see what they do, you know? Because that's the thing that 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 the Russians are gonna have on Donald. Because again, like I was saying, I and y'all can check the tweets and y'all can definitely check this podcast. How long I've been saying this motherfucker been compromised by the Russians since the fucking summer? I saw this shit coming well, yeah, since he since he became the uh, candidate. I saw this shit coming because you know. I and everybody else is wrong about this election, but this intel shit is something I could speak on with little. And I've been out for, somebody just reminded me today, 10 years now. I've been out since 07, it's 2017, 10 years. However, things don't change. I'm, technology changes, but spycraft doesn't change too much. And I, and I can speak on these things with some matter of intelligence and some knowledge. And, um... I saw this shit because I, I worked, you know, I was a Russian linguist, cryptologic linguist. I worked in the Office of Russia for the Naval Intelligence Warfare Agency for the Office of Naval Intelligence uh, Duty Station Company B, Marine Support Battalion National Security Agency. All right, so I know a little bit about a little bit. Had TS, SCI, all that shit. Click top clearance, 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 clearance. Tip toppy top clearance. Gang, gang. Okay, 
So I know a little bit about a little bit. And I saw this shit coming a mile away. Um, and, you know, people don't... I, I realize that a lot of millennials and a lot of people, you know, uh, were born um, after the wall fell. After, you know, the Soviet Union collapsed, a, a good number of millennials were born. So they don't remember the time before that. They don't remember the Cold War. They don't remember the time of Russia when it was... Russia was our enemy, and that was it. It was the U.S. and it was the Soviet Union. And the Soviet it was the U.S., which is the Free West, which is us, Mexico, Europe, and all that, and and West Germany, and the other side was the Soviet Union, which was Russia, China, East Germany, and and all those Soviet bloc states that they had conquered. A lot of people don't remember that, and it was serious. Like Cuba, why the reason why the Cuban Revolution was backed by the communists? Cuba is communism because they rejected the West and wanted to go. It was it was us or it was them. And I realize that a lot of people don't know that, but that shit was serious. And um, Russia has always been an enemy. And like I told people with the nine eleven, like you know that terrorist thing. People, oh, terrorism the biggest threat to the world. No, Russia is still the only country on the face of the earth with the nuclear warheads and the submarines and the missiles that if they push the button, they can kill us. And we push the button, we kill them back, and everybody dead. Nobody else has that ability. Everybody, Iran is 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 trying frantically to get it. We won't let them because we ain't nobody got time for Iran and them fucking irrational Donald Trump thinking motherfuckers with no goddamn missile and they stunt queens. North Korea, same thing. All those countries trying to get it, but they don't have the expertise. They don't have the, the they don't have the range, basically. It's us and it's Russia. Russia has ballistic nuclear submarines, and just because the wall fell and the Soviet Union fell, I don't know where people think those missiles went. Yeah, they sold some shit to the Taliban and they sold some shit to Al Qaeda, and the black market is is big over there. But they ain't sold no ballistic nukes. Them shits are still in the submarines and still in the silos, and they can still press the button and kill us. Now they're not going to, because again, you annihilate us, we annihilate you. Everybody going. That's not what they want. That's not what anybody wants. They want to win. They want the West to fall. They want, they don't believe in, you know, the Western system, the free system. They want to be this autocratic society. Um, and Vladimir Putin um, is known to have trans, the KGB has always been around, but Vladimir, Vladimir Putin is the one that had transformed the KGB into what is now considered like an elite spy agency, it was always elite, it was all, they were always on our ass, like they were all, you know CIA, KGB, it was always a battle, but when Putin got in there, he turned them motherfuckers from the Sixers to the like 95 Bulls they, they, they he, I mean this is just well known, like he just, he transformed the KGB into what it is today, he's a spy, he is, he is, um, came up in the Cold War, and you know, he's just not no amateur. And the KG, the only reason, that, I mean, I'm not going to get into why, you know, the Soviet Union fell. But there's a lot of reasons, um, mainly that, you know, communism just doesn't work. But people have this misconception that we beat them, and that's why I fell. I mean, it's not so much we beat them, it's just our system, for good or for bad, works. And theirs just doesn't. It's not, theirs is not sustainable, you know. So... Uh, it collapsed, um, but yeah, I just saw the shit. It's obvious, and like the the Russians play chess. Like the Russians played long. That's what I kept saying. I was like, yo, this ain't just that they had their hooks on this motherfucker for a long time because that's how they work. They don't just come to you. Like people watch too many movies. It's not like they come to you. Oh, you want to be a spy for us? No, that's not how they work. 
They intertwine you. You go over there, you do business with them. Yeah, 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 you know, we'll do this, we'll do that. They pay you a lot of money. They send you girls. They do regular shit. But everywhere over there is recorded. So when you're sitting in the club thinking that you're minding your now, you're being surveilled. Everywhere you go, that's a police state. There's nothing, your hotel, on the street, in the car. Everywhere is bugged. Everywhere is recorded. So you think you're just minding your business and, oh, let's go out and get some hookers. Oh, sure. You think you just out with some businessmen with some hookers and it's all good? No, them motherfuckers is working for the government because if they don't do what Putin says, guess what happens to them? Turn up in the Vicar, fucking floating. So, you know, it's they intertwine with you and then they start asking you for things. Oh, listen, remember the deal we did? Yeah, we gave you a hundred million. So listen, we need, you know, that's how they get you. And and Donald Trump is not smart enough to know because that's why he's up at his press conference today, which I saw through tweets because I've refused to watch anything from him talking about, oh, if they had anything on me, they would release it. No, they wouldn't. What would be the point of that? What would be the point of releasing what they have on you? Then they can't control you, dunce. You know, you don't even know what they have on you because you don't even understand. You don't even understand why they're an enemy. What's so bad if he, if he, if he, if we get along with Russia? Because they're the enemy. They're not trying to get along with us. They're trying to take us the fuck down, dummy. Um, you think they footed his his whole uh, campaign? I don't think they footed his whole campaign. I think that it was their idea. Somebody. I think that they. Here's the thing that you. When you travel outside of the country, not just as a, not just as a, um, you know, to travel in a military capacity or in like as a representative of America, the thing that you start to realize is how other countries, government, other governments, I should say, view the United States. Yes, we're the world leaders and we have this freedom and democracy, but they also are very aware of our hypocrisy and they are very aware of racism. All the shit that we try to deny and there's no racism. And the other countries, they like, look at these motherfuckers over here telling us how we got to treat our people. And look at these, they shoot their fucking own people in the fucking street. They're very aware of that, you know. Yeah. And so, if and and that's the way that they, try, that they exploit us. And Russia is extremely aware of that because Russia is very sensitive. Because what do we do? We get up on the news and talk about how we the world leaders and we freedom and they don't produce anything and, and all they do, all that shit we talk. And they sitting over there like, you motherfuckers is talking about us. Y'all talking about us. Look at how y'all treat y'all own motherfuckers. You call your own motherfucking prayer. They call you a nigger and you gonna tell, you gonna preach to us. Nigger, please, you thought. So, that is, so, the Russians take those things and they create wedges. So, and they're very good at propaganda. So, that's what they will do. They will exploit. So, they knew that this racial thing was there. They knew it was there. They knew it was exploitable because it's always been there. And it's always been exploitable. So, I think they said, who can we pick? Who can we use to shake, to, to flip this motherfucking table? And Donald was over there. Donald was doing deals. They figured out, because uh, they, listen, the same way the CIA, we do profiles and we and we profile people and we and we figure out their personality types and how to approach them and where their weaknesses are being, how we could trap them. The Russians do the same thing, and they do that shit on crack. So they sure they analyzed him and said, okay, this motherfucker's a narcissist. He's not that bright. He's very, boom, prime, him get him, and this is what we're gonna do, start this birth certificate bullshit, um, 
and you know, I think as it go, they weren't sure if it was going to work, but they they saw it working, and they kept pressing and they kept pressing and they kept pressing. And he made them nervous for a little bit because he's so, you know, how he is. But yes, I think they planned this way out. I think it goes way way back back than people thought it was. I always thought that birth certificate shit was strange. I'm like, here come Donald Trump out the blue with this birth certificate shit. It just didn't match up with anything else that he'd ever done. And yeah, he's had the racist incidents, but like this motherfucker's never been a hardcore Republican. He's never been one of these extreme he just it just was always odd to me. I thought it was always odd that he's the one that started this bullshit. So I had my eye on it from then. Actually, I had my eye on it from Snowden because I told y'all. Here's the thing you gotta. Here's why I'm so pissed at Edward Snowden and people who defend him and call him a hero and all this shit. People fight and die and get jailed and all kind of shit to protect exactly the information that Edward Snowden released. There's a reason why they give you clearances and make sure you're trustworthy and you have to swear that you're not going to release this information. Because it don't work like it is on the movies. All this John Jason Bourne shit, that's a bunch of bull- that's 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 nothing. That's tactical shit. That's when you're going to go do something. That's not what spying is. The thing that is going to the only protection that you have for your missiles, what freak, what frequency would I need to, if I wanted to launch a missile, if I wanted to make the U.S. launch a missile from Russia, what frequency do they do they launch their missiles on? What is their protocol? How, if they're going to launch a missile, what do they do? What is their protocol? How do they, how would the, um, we call it the command and control structure? How does it work? Who gives the orders? Where would it turn? Where would they fire it from? What silo? So we study them. They study us. When you give information like what Snowden gave, that's a gold mine because they probably are. We need that. How do we hack their electricity grid so we can fire a missile at them and then turn their electricity off so they can't shoot back? And when you give them things like, oh, these are oh, we thought they used a, an array grid, but this oh, this guy gave they use a straight line grid, so we attack it this way, not that way. Oh, we've been trying to hack this server forever, and we couldn't figure out why. It's because it's not it's arranged this way and not that way. Oh, they use this kind of transistor. You know what? Take this transistor in the lab, give it to our engineers, and tell the motherfuckers not to come out until they figure out a way to exploit that type of transistor, because that's the transistor that they're using. That's why that shit is, is, is secret. That's why you can't give, it's not about a fucking phone call and Verizon. Nobody gives a fuck about your phone call. Nobody gives a fuck about your sexting. Nobody gives a fuck about what you're saying to your grandmother. It's not about that. It's about the technology that you give away. You give away the grid to those motherfuckers. You give away the kind of, this where the servers are, what kind of trends, what frequencies are satellites going around on. Shit like that. Oh, they use this satellite on such and such frequency, and it goes this speed at this latitude and that longitude. That means at 6 p.m. such and such time, that satellite is going to be right over this spot here. So let's move our shit. Or let's put some shit here and make them think we have something that we don't have. That's the type of shit that you give away when you do something like what Snowden did. And that's why he's a traitorous bitch who should be shot in his fucking forehead because it's not a coincidence that them motherfuckers started hitting us hard with this hacking shit right after they gave that motherfucker asylum for all the shit that he gave them. 
So I saw the shit coming from there because that's the type of shit that people like me and other people who serve at NSA and serve at CIA and have the secret clearances and have the badges and can't take your cell phone in because you can't record and you can't tell nobody what you do and you sign these things and if you get caught spying, it's 25 years in jail here and this and that and the other. That's what we are protecting. Technology. Not this run them up, run and gun, shoot them shit. That's extra. That's got nothing to do with it. That's what we're protecting. That's the only thing that keeps us safe. So when you fucking give this shit to people like Russia and people like ISIS and they sell it to people like ISIS and they sell it to Al-Qaeda and the Taliban and all these motherfuckers, you're putting us in danger. You're putting yourself and everybody else in danger. And for what? You little stupid-ass principal that you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about anyway? Oh, they're listening to my private calls. Ain't nobody listening to your private motherfucking calls. I give a fuck about that shit. You know, we... NSA has satellites. We suck all that shit out the air. We don't listen. We have. We are only interested in certain things. We're not interested in you talking to your grandma. And that shit goes straight to the trash. I give a fuck about that. Nobody, please, who gives a shit? Um. So, I said all that. Thank you for that. Uh, that lesson because I didn't. I, I, I said all that to say that, you know, they got us. They got this motherfucker. I guarantee they have something incriminating. It ain't no fucking pissing on no hookers. It's something that they're going to come to him and be like, hey, man, we need you to do this or not do that or say this or not do that because if you don't, we're going to release this. Or worse, your wife's family's still over here. We can kill all them motherfuckers. The Russians don't play. They ain't like us. They don't have all these freedom and I, they don't give a fuck. And, that's, and, they'll, and they'll threaten you. Listen, when I was at DLI, all our Russian instructors were uh, native Russians. A lot of them fled Russia, and they, I mean these are these are people that were these were not like pe- these were people in Russia who were doctors, rocket scientists, engineers. These were the top of the top, and they fled Russia because they just got tired of living under the communist regime, or they ran afoul of the communist regime and they had to get out. And so they, you know, smuggled themselves west and they got out. And these motherfuckers, this is like, this is like 97, 98, 99, late, nine, late 90s. These, some of these motherfuckers had been out of Russia had in, from the 80s. And, you know, had been out for like 10, 15 years. And they would not even speak of KGB. We would laugh and joke. Oh, what if KGB's record? Do not speak. It's not funny, guys. They, they wouldn't even speak of them motherfuckers. Terrified. Been out the country. They can find you anywhere. They could be. They could be recording us. You never know. They, I could be KGB. They can send anybody here. You. You have your family back. They threaten you. They can get you to do anything. And these motherfuckers have been out of Russia for de- for decades. Some of them from the seventies. Some of them. So, it's not a game. It's 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 really not. And um, you know. So I'm terrified because. I just do not see us getting through for is there, you. Is there a contingency plan for things like that? I mean, no, right? For what? A, a, a jackass for president? <laughs> no. Uh, um, well, well, before that, I guess I guess there wouldn't be one because we now have a jackass for president. But, like, I mean, after Snowden released... I mean, yeah, you do. You, I, I mean, they knew they knew what Snowden gave, and you, yeah, you go and you change things around. But again, you don't know what they know. 
You don't right. know what they're working on. So, you know, yeah, of course, you you know, oh, he gave away this. You're going you're gonna to block against that. But, again, you never know. You don't know what so they know. How do we, as, like, what does the average citizen do now? Pray. <laughs> and vote yeah. next time and stop sitting around and bullshitting and go vote. We don't, Hillary lost by, I think they said 70,000 votes nationwide. If 70,000 more people would have got up off their ass and went and vote, we would not be here. But y'all wanted to protest vote in the emails and the brand, all this dumb shit, and we kept telling y'all it was not a game. Well, well, well. So, pray. Because, I mean, all this day late in the dollar short shit, the only, the only, the only, the only thing, and again, this is me speaking from being in the intel field and having practical experience and knowing a little bit about a little bit. And we have this saying in IC. IC means, and when I say IC, it's intelligence community. Like, nobody's saying that shit all the way out. It's IC. And the military. We have this saying, and it says, it says, captains come and captains go. And basically what it means is the military is the military. It's been here. It's going to be here. So... If you get a captain that comes into your command or, new, you know, admiral or general, whatever the case, and they want to flip the table and just be a pain in the ass and just start doing things that, you know, we don't really do, it's we always say, eh, captains come and captains go because he's going to be here a year, year and a half tops. Um, and, you know, the ship will be, so we'll just fucking, all right, yeah, whatever, so remove this paper to that side, sure, but we don't really change anything, because you're not going to come in in a year and flip the Marine Corps upside down, like, we do certain things the way we do them for reasons, we have these traditions and these procedures and these things that we've had for hundreds of years for a reason, and we ain't going to flip that shit up and down, because you Captain America, whoever the fuck you think you is, so yeah, we're smiling, mm-hmm, and we'll do little shit to shut you the fuck up, but we're really not going to change nothing, because Captains come, captains go. I see, same way. Presidents come, presidents go. We got presidents that come in and they uh, don't like the CIA or they prefer NSA to CIA or CIA. It's all kind of dumb shit. You know, you know, all kind of politics come with a new president. George Bush came in there. He wanted, you know, us to present intel, intel information in a certain way, whether it was true or not. He wants to go out and hunt shit that support this and support that, whether it was true or not. That's not what we really do. You know what I mean? And it's like, Presidents come, presidents go. So, I said all that to say, you ain't going to win going after the IC, because the IC is not going to move, the IC is not going to win, the IC is not going to break, because it was here before you, and it's going to be here after you. you just a president for four years, maybe eight. You're not really going to change nothing we do. You see what happened with George Bush. It's, it's not going to happen, right? Um, so what I think is going to occur, and again, I've been wrong about the election, but I feel a little bit more confident about this, because I, I know how people think and work in these circles and I think what's I don't think Donald Trump's going to make it I think he's going to be impeached because I think what's going to happen is you right now you got these tea party super right wing nuts and it's like whatever oh as long as we get our Supreme Court appointments as long as we got they're going to do whatever Donald Trump says however Donald Trump being Donald Trump has showed you who he is and he don't give a fuck and he will give you his ass to kiss and I think once these Republicans the moderate ones, the ones that, you know, the John McCain's and them people start to realize, you know what, we're not going to be able to manipulate this motherfucker. We're not going to be able to control him because he doesn't have any decorum. He doesn't have any sense. We can't even get him to sit still to tell him anything. And he's just running around ripshot. And we can't have this. 
think they're going to press because he's already impeachable. This motherfucker already did everything to get him out of office. I think they're going to press. They're going to start stick. They're going to start having hearings and 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 having votes. Not right away. It's going to take them a little bit. You know, he gonna he gonna get on their nerves and, and do a little bit too much. Maybe a year and a half, two years from now, and we're going to start seeing the hearings and we're going to start seeing investigations and we're going to start seeing all this shit. And I think that that his own party. Not the Democrats, because we know they ain't going to do shit. I think his own party, the moderate wing, the lifelong politicians and the veterans and the people who've been there through several administrations and several presidents, a lot of them all the way back to Nixon, are going to see this shit and be like, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, we got to get this motherfucker out of here. I think that's what's going to happen. Um... What's the process for impeachment? So then, like, do they just automatically go no, you, defense then? You or have, do we... No, yeah, ahead? if they impeach him in office, yeah, then, um, you know, the vice president will step in. Um, but you have to get impeached in the House, you have to get impeached in the Senate. Um, I forgot the vote, but, like, regular majority vote. So I think that's what's going to happen, and I think the Democrats will, you know, once they see which way the wind is blowing, as always, then they'll jump on it, oh, yeah, you know, all the bullshit. But I think it's going to be the Republicans... They're going to get the, the, the moderate, sensical, sensible Republicans that are going to get Donald Trump out of there. Um, if he don't, you know, fuck up just on his own first. Um, that's what I think is going to happen because, like I said, presidents come, presidents go. We'll let you go so far, but when they start saying they can't manipulate him and he starts screwing them over and he starts not giving a fuck about them because he's the president and he don't have to do this and he don't have to do that, I think that's when they're going to turn on him. Um, I give it about two years. Um, the other thing that's going to occur is this bitch-ass media who didn't do their job and built him up now he's starting to treat them like the assholes that he's always been treating them, but now they're starting to feel it because they, you know, going in press conferences and he treating them like the bitches they are. So I think they're going to use that as an opportunity to do the job that they should have done prior to this election and start doing investigative reports and start doing journalism and start actually checking facts and reporting things and actually writing what actually occurred and not what, you know, is going to get a clickbait um, because they're going to be pissed off because they're fuckboys and, oh, how dare this motherfucker, and all of a sudden we're going to be hearing all these stories about the art journalism and the, art and the uh, professionalism and the standards, and all of a sudden the media going to be this great thing that we've been asking it to be all this time, but now that Donald Trump's going to be treating them like jackasses, they're going to turn on him also. So I think there's going to be a lot of things coming at him that he's we know he does not have the range, the ability, the intellect, or the or the stamina, or the personality to be able to deal with. And I don't know if he's going to make those four years. That's what I think. I would be surprised if he makes the four years. I think he's going to be impeached. I just don't see him making it. Because he's already fucking up, and he ain't even inaugurated yet. I don't even, like, I don't know what I think, and I don't know what to think, and I don't even know where to start thinking. I've just kind of been just ignoring it. I mean, hey... I'm. I, that's my plan. I was like, when I see that mushroom cloud in the sky, I'll be like, well, well, guess again. Guess this nigga clown didn't push the button. <laughs> you know what I mean? Start over. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not watching no press conferences. I'm not watching. I ain't watch that shit today. There's like, I'm not watching that. Whatever y'all tweet, that's what I'll know. 
I'm not giving that nigga fucking no ratings. I'm not watching no State of the Unions. I'm not watching. No, I don't give a fuck. I'm not watching nothing. I'll watch his impeachment hearing when that shit ever come up. Um, if at all, do you think that it's possible that a new party might be birthed out of all of this? We know. both said that like the Republican Party can't. I don't know. I think I don't think no new party will be birthed, but I think that the adults in the room and the people with good sense will hook up momentarily to get this motherfucker out of here and we'll maybe get away finally from this hyper-partisan bullshit that we've been on forever. I think the modern Republicans will start hooking up with the Democrats and be like, look, um, you whack motherfuckers are still whack. However, we need to get this motherfucker out of here. So, I think think that that's what's going to happen eventually, but I don't think it'll be led by the Democrats. I think it will all be led by the Republicans. I think his own party is going to be the one that gets him out of there, because we, Pelosi and them all, well, we're going to work with him on what we can, bitch. This motherfucker's pissing on hookers. Did y'all watch the TV today? Like, you're going to work with him on what you can work with him on? You pissing on bitches? You're going to work with him on that? Like, like, what are y'all talking about? This month, these motherfuckers just blocked Obama for eight. Wouldn't work with him on shit. Clean air, no. Fresh air, no. Running water, no. Wash your ass, no. Hey, but y'all just gonna grow up, but we not gonna get rid of the ACA. Okay, y'all motherfuckers get punched in the chest every day. Shut up. So, you know, or none of that occurs, and our republic falls, and eh, well, hey. I don't know. I, I, I just genuinely, like, bro, like, I don't even, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to think. I just really just been acting like it don't exist. Like, I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know. you I'm got like two, two notches above a sovereign citizen because I ain't never going to release my Americanhood. But, uh. You got to get it how you live. I'm not going, I mean, look. I stand ready to grab a rifle and and shoot some motherfuckers and and civil war and all that. I am down for whatever. Y'all niggas really want to get out and do some shit? I'm down. This old politicking bullshit, fluffy bullshit y'all do. I'm I'm late for that. I'm not showing up for that at all. I I don't I'm not no I don't when it's time to thump, come get me. Till then, no. I'm not I'm not doing it. Okay. No, I just feel like I'm in this like anarchy space of anarchy. It's like I'm standing here with my gun and I'm I'm just looking at everybody like, who are you? You good? You not? All right, well, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm a soldier. I'm down the thumb. But I'm not down for this old bullshit that we've been on forever. Just like even Obama last night. Like when he was like, oh, if you want to change things, organize. That shit all sound good, but like, I'm ne- the type of soldier I am, even when I was over in Afghanistan. I'm I'm not no punk. I will I will fight till the last motherfucker is dead and bleeding. That's not a problem for me. Or I'm dead and bleeding. Whatever, not a problem. I'll just go into the next life and try it again. Not not an issue. But I am not going. I am not putting my ass on the line for no shit I don't believe in. For no motherfucker I don't believe in. For somebody who I think ain't built like I'm built, for somebody that I know, if it come down to it and can't kill a nigga I'm not not following, so all that great, that's great, but like y'all gotta show me something 
y'all gotta stand up and show that y'all gonna fight for us and do and 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 stop being punks and stop letting these motherfuckers run you off the board before I'm gonna do anything for y'all. Cause I know I can survive. I know I can shoot. I know I'm I'm a fucking wolf and I know I'm gonna make it. So if all this shit fall down around me, around us, I'ma be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh I'm not, but either way, I'm not I'm not I can't get behind, these motherfuckers are not real, they full of shit, they not about nothing, they not fighting for us, they don't do nothing, we gonna work with, I'm not canvassing or whatever the fuck for these motherfuckers, these old white people out here telling us well, we gotta let go of our identity politics and we all this bullshit, y'all not even real like what are y'all talking about fuck them Y'all got to get better at fucking organizing. Y'all got to stop getting gerrymandered and shit. Fight. Do some shit that's that shows you got a fucking backbone and you're not just going to lay down for these retarded. These motherfuckers are retarded. For these retarded motherfuckers. I don't want to hear about, oh, we got to pay attention to hard working. Fuck them people. We don't work hard. I work hard every day. You don't work hard? Mm-hmm. Fuck them. So, and that's just how I am. So it's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm hung, I'm not, you gotta show me something before I put my ass on the line. I will, I will fucking war till everybody's dead or till I'm dead. I'm not no punk, I'm not no sucker, never, I went to Afghanistan and came back. A lot of other people didn't. But I'm not putting my ass on the line for nobody that ain't built like me. And for nobody that's not real. And for nobody that's just some pussy motherfucker just gonna lay down and get kicked in their chest and they lunch money snatched every fucking day. I'm not no. No. I just I don't I don't know. Like I I've talked about this before when we've gone to things. It's like I'm I'm torn between, you know, just like you said, just shoot everybody and fuck everybody. Just burn the shit down versus having the you know, going the traditional the same shit we've been doing forever, which clearly doesn't work, right? So like at what point like what do like how do we Something has to change, right? So we can't keep doing the same shit and like, oh well, you know, we'll just nah, like, I don't, know. I, I really just, I have no, I don't know what niggas I gonna, don't niggas know. gonna have to fight. Democrats gonna have to get their head out their ass, and they gonna have to fight. They gonna have to get figure out how to win local elections, how to win governorships, how to win mayors, not so much, how to win governorships, how to win Congress, how to win senators, how to win congressmen. Because that's what the Republicans do. And those guys, those fucking governors, get in and they make those laws, those restrictive laws. Then you get the Congress and they pass that shit, and that's how shit gets fucked up. Democrats sitting on their ass. And they done been wiped off the map for the past 20 years. And if they get wiped off a little bit more, you only need like a few more states before you can call a constitutional convention. They can send us all fucking back to slavery. And that's what I'm, they they have to get off their ass. They have to stop with this punchline. They need to get these old white people out of here. They they, they, they washed up. This punchline, this this and this that and all this they just drawing all the wrong lessons from this shit. Oh, we need to get away from the uh, racial message. No, no, you don't. That's the reason why you lost. Because, and Melissa, and y'all know, I've been said before, I'm not a big fan of Melissa Harris-Perry, but she did say something that somebody I saw put on TL the other day was very good. She was like, you know, she, they asked her um, how she thinks the Democrats messed this up. And she was like, well, I think that um, they did a few blunder she was like you know I think Hillary Hillary Clinton had a whole had a um (coughs) sorry 
she had a lot of black women in key positions in her campaign and in her in her team, but nobody knew about it. They didn't message that. And they were like, you know, this this thing that Democrats are on where women vote Democrats. She was like, no, black women vote Democrat. She was like, historically through elections, 50% of white women always vote Republican regardless. They vote Republican. So this notion that this, you know, this overwhelming wave of women was going to vote for Democrats, she was like, that. historically that was not the case. It was always going to be marches because it doesn't matter what the election is, no matter who the candidate is, there's always 50% of white women who vote Republican. So it's not like you had this big mass of women that you could count on and you should in an extra. They were like, black women support the Democratic Party. But, you know, if you want to take this message now where you got to have these working... Listen... These working class people, their problem is they don't know how shit works. So you need to go out there and you need to talk to them. And you need to explain to them shit like, hey, dumbass, Obamacare is the ACA. This shit that you keep talking about you on the pill, it's the shit you want, nigga. No, I'm on a bond. It's the same shit, bitch. That's the type of shit y'all need. Even even, even with the um the, the auto bailout. Everybody's talking about, oh, Trump saved 700 jobs, Obama saved 1,600, but he don't sell the shit. Yeah, he, excuse me. Yeah, he did it, but then you don't, he didn't sell it. Like, you got to go on TV every day and be like, 16,000 jobs. This come, the same shit Trump does. Trump knows how to play these motherfuckers, and he don't be saying shit. But you, when you say things, people believe it, because where's the opposite story? Oh, he saved 700 jobs. Like, nigga, I saved the entire auto, and he just does things, and he doesn't sell it. They, they just do things they don't talk about. You should have been talking about the ACA. This is how you, this is run through Medicare. You got, if your Medicare is expanded because of Obamacare, you got to explain, tell people. And that's why so there's Bill, no room for humility in politics. Fuck a humility. That's why Bill Clinton was so good. Bill Clinton would go out to the Arkansas and them southern white folks, and he would talk to them regular. And Bill Clinton is a brilliant 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 man he's a genius he has his his mastery of things is 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 crazy but he would go to arkansas and georgia and alabama and louisiana and all these little fucking places where these people is at he would explain things plainly in plain english the reason why that you need to raise the minimum wage is because blah 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 and if you do this then you're gonna have more money for that plainly and that's why i think one of the big mistakes hillary did was to listen to Obama's advice more than Bill's. I think she should have listened to Bill. And they was like, oh, Bill's this and Bill's poison. No, no, he's not. No, he's not. That's a bunch of nonsense. Bill Clinton knows how to talk to poor white folks. Bill Clinton got all those poor white folks to vote for him. And I just think that she should have, if she would have listened to Bill a little bit more, we, things might be a little bit different. Um... And he got vilified for saying some of the things he said, but Bill won two elections his goddamn self. Bill ain't no motherfucking amateur. Bill, the other guy that won, that got reelected. So, you know, he ain't just talking out his ass. He know what he's talking about a little bit. Um, alright, so, I don't know, let's get off that, because this is like bringing our shit down. <laughs> what's, what's next? Alright, that was it for, uh, topics. It was? Okay. Um, What show you want? Hey, man, they they putting black ink on Wednesday now. That's going to fuck us up. Oh, yeah. Why they do that? Okay, anyway. We'll be doing black ink, but it'll, it's on Wednesday now, so. Um, all right, what you want to do first? Real Housewives of Atlanta or Love & Hip Hop? Let's do Love & Hip Hop first. Did you see it this week? Yeah. 
Snoop got to get rid of that hollering ass girl. Hell yeah. We criticized that shit though. Yeah, but she. Now that shit is solidified. Like, you fucking up the money, shot. Like, come on, man. And everything else. You got my blood pressure up. Like, it's too much. Like, and Snoop, yo, I like Snoop because Snoop's reaction, when Snoop was reacting to that girl, I was like, yo. That's that's me. Everything Snoop did is what I want. She was like, "Yo, can we go outside? Take it outside. Like, I'm not gonna stand in here while you hollering at me. I'm not hollering back. Let's go outside." And when she got outside, she was like, "You got like." I was like, "Yo, that's exactly what I would have did. Like, I don't be listen. Don't be out with me making no scenes. I do yeah. not do scenes. Please don't do it. I will walk off and leave you. Like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Don't do it. Awesome." Um, um, yeah, but it was too much. Like, you in there, she in there hollering and acting a fool. Then you just get, it's just, she got to go. She got to go. All that was just unnecessary. And, and then, ugh, yeah, you fucking up the money. You just fucking up a lot. Like, you're doing too much. And for what? Like, I don't even understand what it, what is, you're stressing me for no reason. Like, that's the shit to get your blood pressure up. Like, it's always some shit with you. Like, you just too much. She got to go, and I, I I hope Snoop stick to it this time. Snoop was like, "You this ain't." I was just about to say she left once. She better leave. She better leave for good. Well, she gave her a second chance, and I'm I, you know Snoop seemed like she got a good head on the shoulder. Snoop don't seem slow at all. She don't seem you know, uh, a, she don't seem dumb. You know what I mean? So I was like, "Look, Lord, girl, you was doing the most." Um, the Creep Squad tired of that too, but I mean I don't know Cisco kind of. I don't know what to make of Cisco. Like, I think Cisco's a punk, but I I feel like he has more sense than them other three niggas. Yeah, I um, I was that was funny. I was saying the same thing to myself watching it this week. I was just like, Nah, this nigga's not stupid. He's soft, but he ain't stupid. Yeah, like I feel like he, I I don't know what the whole money situation was with them. Like, I don't know what it was, but I just felt like. I just was kind of clicking with Cisco because my whole thing was like, nigga, first of all, this whole you owe me 10 grand, suck my dick, nigga. Like, if I block, I, I owe you 10 grand if I, like, borrowed 10 grand from you. You know what I'm saying? Me, you ain't get to do the show because whatever. You ain't just get, you just ain't get to do the show, whatever. That's $10,000 you ain't get, whatever. I'm giving you shit. Fuck you. You know what I mean? That's how I felt. And I feel like that's how Cisco felt. Like, oh, you blocking my money? Yeah. If they really wanted you, they would have had... You know what I mean? I can't really block your money. You know what I'm saying? If they wanted you, they would have had you there and you would have got paid. I, I can block your money because you a whack nigga too. You know what I mean? Like, whatever nigga. Like, if another nigga could block your money, then it wasn't really never your money. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? So, fuck you. So, I was kind of feeling Cisco on that. Now, Cisco is a bitch nigga. Don't get me wrong. Like, Cisco is mad, emotional, and do a lot of extra shit. But I feel like his attitude toward them, I kind of felt the same way, like, really, nigga, like, this is all, y'all niggas up here, this nigga Rich is a, is a punk, and all you bitch niggas is acting like this because of some shit Rich said, Cisco, uh, what's the boy, blocked him from the interview, I thought that was bitch nigga shit, oh, well, you mess, I'm, I'm not let you do that, they, it's just all, all of it is kind of bitch nigga shit, and I just kind of felt, I just kind of was feeling like I was on Cisco's side. Not that Cisco not a bitch nigga, but I thought that his 
I thought he had a he had more sense than them other two. Like you ain't you know what I mean? You ain't asking me what's going on with me. You motherfuckers is taking this nigga word and this nigga's a bitch nigga and now you coming at me to fight me over some ten grand? You know what I mean? Like ten and oh I got I don't give a fuck about your kids. Your kids not my motherfucking responsibility. You know what I'm saying? And if feeding your ten kids is contingent on this ten grand that I blocked you from, then my nigga, you might need to reevaluate some shit because you ain't doing it like you think you is. I don't know. I do feel like him blocking the money, quote unquote. What do that mean though? Blocking your bitch nigga shit though. You can't block my money unless you a bitch nigga too. You understand? Maybe so. (laughs) But I just feel like you know what I mean. Like if if, if me and you got falling out, right? And I'm just like, yo, yo. You know what I mean? If somebody calls me looking for you, like, oh, I gotta, and and I'm like, nah, don't fuck with her. Or whatever. I, I feel like that's fucked up. Like, I'm not gonna. Stay I'm there. not. It is. It is. But what I'm saying is, if you were somebody that was that was real, somebody that was really getting money, and somebody that then I couldn't have blocked your shit. Nigga, have been like, what? I feel you. I feel you. No argument. There, so my thing is, like, both of y'all is is some clowns. Because he's <laughs> not that nigga. That right. Can't keep from getting blocked. Right. Right. I just, and Cisco knows this. Right. So, nigga, you know this nigga got all this shit going on. Let him have his 10 G's. But, I mean, I feel you. That's you really kinda, getting it, you can't be stopped. That's so. kind of how I felt about it. Like, nigga, you you a bitch, nigga. Like, if, if I can stop you from this little 10 grand that you, and you need this little 10 grand that much, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of felt, I, listen, both of them is bitch niggas. I'm not caping for Cisco, but I just felt like Cisco was real, more real about the situation than them three. Them three to me is acting like some little bitch niggas to me. Cause you trying to, you keep coming at me about this ten grand. You block my, you block like it's some serious shit. Like nigga, you a bitch nigga, man. I, I blocked your ten G's, yeah, and cause you a bitch nigga, and I can't. Cause if you was a I real nigga, said what was going on though? Huh? It appears. I said after Cisco said what was going on with him and shit like that though. It appears to me that Cisco was the only one using his motherfucking words. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. Like, his whole thing was, you niggas is acting like some fucking girls. Ain't nobody said nothing to me. Ain't nobody asked me nothing. Y'all just all clicked up gang gang against me because some shit this bitch nigga Rich said. And who mad about a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I feel about it. So, I feel like Cisco was kind of not wrong because he like... Really? Ain't nobody asked me nothing. Ain't nobody came to me and got my side of it. Y'all just listening to Rich because Rich mad about a bitch, so I'll now Cisco a bitch, and I blocked your money, and, and fuck me. Yeah, I just... After that, like, all the shit with his moms and everything, we was just like, man... And, like, I, I, I felt Cisco, like you said, I felt Cisco. I'm just like, man, nah, honestly, if my mom was dying too, I would have acted the same fucking way. Like, y'all, y'all quote unquote, y'all my brothers. Yeah, we boys and all this. Y'all talking about you about the creep squad, all this old silly ass shit but, you doing, and ain't nobody asked me nothing. Me about 10K, like, right. Really- you ain't asked me nothing. Well, what happened, Cisco? What happened? You just taking this nigga word, and this, I, I felt Cisco. I, 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 I felt Cisco. I'm not saying Cisco don't be doing the absolute most, and he don't do bitch shit, and he he does. But in that, I just was like, this is some silly shit, and I just felt like Cisco was like, y'all niggas is 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 really like, are y'all for real? Are y'all serious right now? Like, so he kept saying like, you gonna pull me in here? Y'all sitting at some table like y'all the motherfucking council? Ask me, so you need to run me my money, bitch, nigga? Who is you? Come get your. I, listen, I felt Cisco with that shit. 
Come get the money then, Peter. Since you, since you, since you, gang, gang, you, you big boy like that. You fucking big pockets. Come get the ten grand then. That's I, I felt since going that shit. And was married? Did we know that? Did I know that? Huh? Cisco was married. Did we know that? He married. Yeah, he said that. Uh, I, I believe he said that when he was talking to Peter about his mom. He was like, "Yeah, you know my wife." No, uh, I think Dennis. Uh, he didn't his wife leave. I him? Lost my wife or some shit. Yeah, I think she divorced. I don't think he might have been married. I don't think he is. I think he's divorced. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, did you know? Did we know that? Yeah, because I think that was like his story the first season when he was getting with. Who was he with? The first, was it Mar- not Mariah? Who was he? He was messing with somebody before he was messing with Mariah. Is this the show that Daryl Strawberry's daughter? Yeah, that chick, she had Diamond, here? Diamond, she Diamond. Left her kid back home. <laughs> <laughs> that must be the, like the thing with this show. Like you come on this show, you leave your children at home. I know Mona ain't out there saying no kids. No kids allowed. <laughs> You gotta be this tall to ride this ride. <laughs> right? I know Moni ain't telling you that. Why y'all don't ever bring y'all children? Because Moni ain't cutting no check for no motherfucking kids, probably. <laughs> like, you got a mama? Alright. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't think he's... He may have been, but I don't think he was. But, I don't know. I just... I just... I, I feel like I'm on Cisco's... But I think what Cisco did with Mariah, though, was very whack. Like, it ain't like... I'm not capable for Cisco. Cisco do bitch nigga shit too. But I felt like that situation, Cisco was I, I was feeling what Cisco was, was saying. And yeah. this shit with even with Tara, when he was trying to talk to Tara, what Tara do? Oh well he got kids. Bitch! You know fuck about your 25 fucking kids. Ask talk to me. You know what I mean? Like ask me some shit. Find out what the situation is before you start coming out your fucking jibs about this ten dollars. I don't give a fuck your kids. I hate when people try to oh well I got ten kids. Yeah, nigga, you got ten kids. I ain't got ten kids. The fuck my decisions don't don't move off of how many kids you got, how many bills you got. I don't make no decisions based off of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your problem. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing though. Yeah, I was just like, mm, not sure I wouldn't have reacted the same way. Yeah, like oh, they tell, well, you know, I got kids. I do. You know, I got some Jordans that I want next week. Now what? <laughs> hey, your kids ain't my motherfucking responsibility. It's one thing. That's what I was saying. Like, it ain't like they signed a contract or they had an agreement, and you know, oh, I was supposed to pay Peter Guns his money, but I kept the shit. That's different. This shit you talking about, nigga, fuck out of here. Nah, I'm pretty sure y'all supposed, especially like the com- camaraderie y'all had, like y'all supposed to be my brothers. If if Rich come to you with a story about me, you supposed to at least come to me and be like, right. yo, Rich says such and such. You niggas unclicked up like y'all fucking little rascals and shit, and I walk in a room and you niggas sat across the side like we fucking film and set it off. Man, fuck all y'all niggas. So I felt Cisco on that. Like, you know what? Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. I've always been a go directly to the source kind of person, like, since I was young, like, if, 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 if it's never been no, he said, she say type shit, who said what, and I'ma go, did you say, did you say, like, it ain't even know. no, did you say it, it's just, let me tell you what this, this bitch nigga right here is mad about a bitch, this ain't got nothing to do with me and you, or me and you, or 10 grand. This nigga right here is mad about a bitch. And let me tell you the situation. And then we go from there. I don't know. I don't 
this year, I want y'all to do better. I want y'all to all just cut the bullshit, and I want y'all, you got a problem, I want you to use your words. Use your words, 2017. <laughs> Eat a dick, 2017, too. Um, that too. Okay, anything else happened? My episode? Uh, no, that, the bulk of it was the Cisco shit, Snoop, uh... Oh, was it anything with Yandy? Oh, uh, Self, and, uh, Whoever that girl is, Majors. Oh, and Mariah all. and old girl was beefing. See, yeah. now in that situation, I kind of see what Mariah is saying. Because Self did tell her she was going to be first lady. He did. A thing. And because she wanted to think about it, as she should, because she didn't want to sign right then. He was like, oh, I got to keep it moving and then sign this other chick. Now she, so I, I you know, I kind of feel Mariah on that. Like, wait a minute, nigga. Um, but at the same time, I don't think the other girl was wrong because Mariah definitely came at her like it was her fault. And she, you know, it's like, yo, what, I ain't got nothing to do with what Cisco told, I don't even, or what's this nigga name? Self told you. I don't even know what he told you. So I feel, I mean, I feel like neither one of them is wrong to be honest, but I feel like, you know, Mariah not crazy. Like she, you know, he didn't say to her, he didn't say to her, look, you got X number of days. And if not, you know, I'm try to sign somebody else, he told her go ahead and think about it, and the next thing she knew, this other chick you know what I'm saying, so right. I, I don't feel like, she, you know, I feel like she kind of did have like a little point with that yeah, I agree um, Mariah wasn't wrong and he, um, yeah he said clear cut, no question yeah, lady or whatever. yeah and she showed up he's he should have at least told her it was another girl he was looking at, like, or or just, you know, like, the shit he tried to pull where, oh, we gonna have a comp. He should have just told her that up front, so then she would have known, like, not to rush you, but people say that, like, look, you got two days, you know, I got this other person, but you're my first choice, so if you wanna sign, sign, but if not, I do have somebody, you know what I mean? He should have told her up front. He kinda did some shady shit. Yeah. All the niggas be moving shady with this. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so who you, th- I don't know, old girl, though, she don't, she can't really sing, though, I don't know, I feel like Mariah put a decent bop together, she might could take it, because that girl can't sing. I don't know, I don't like none of them but Cardi, but whatever. <laughs> and Cardi about to not be on the show no more. Um, yeah, Cardi, okay. yeah, um, Alright, so let's move on to Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, this episode, Cynthia rolled up on Peter looking fun. Listen, man. Cynthia and Kenya bodied everybody on that. Cynthia be looking. Whew, Cynthia be looking Especially bad. Especially after leaving Peter. She done, been she done glowed up. Her skin is clear. You could just tell some weight off of her, but Cynthia be looking. Ooh, Lord have mercy. So, she rolled up on Peter, and Peter was like, Lord have mercy. Um, that was funny though when Peter was like, So look, my house is right down the street. Cynthia was like, Okay. <laughs> that is funny. I was like, yo, Peter's face is cracked. He's like, oh I'm like, Oh, you tried it, Peter. You tried it. He <laughs> Cynthia's done with you. She said, Okay. <laughs> I mean he, he took his hey, look, he's he shot a shot. I can't I can't. <laughs> it's funny, because I think he, I think he thought 
she was going to go with him. And she was like, whoa, wait a minute now. Just got to come in here looking fine. I always look fine. Don't get it fucked up. <laughs> um, still on Candy. St- still on Team Candy. Still feel like Phaedra is shady. And that nigga that tried to sue her is a clown. But, first of all, dude, I don't even know what you're suing her for. Because if she paid, whatever she paid you is what she paid you. Like, missing wages, what are you talking about? She gave you che- How you gonna go in the lawyer's office with checks? Talking about, <laughs> I'm suing for not being paid. But nigga, the checks is here. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Um, again... Can- yeah, I was confused by that. So, like, she had... She- she worked for her, she fired him, and then she, she hired him for, like, freelance stuff? She, yes, she fired him because she said he wasn't working out, but she was still, she was like, but he had his business, so I was still giving him money, I was still booking him, I just didn't want him working for me, so she was still giving him money, and then he gonna put up uh, some shit on, it. like, nigga, that's so unprofessional. And I just understood everything Candy was saying. Like, nigga, you come to me if you got a problem. If you, well, you like didn't. Like I just said. Right. Well, and if, and I mean, I heard Candy's cheap, and I believe it. But like she said, if you accept the money, you accept the money. If you wanted more, you should have asked more. Like, what is all this, nigga? Like, and all this money I done gave you, but I bet you won't get another dollar from me. So you just messed up money. And I guarantee you ain't nobody else paying you for them um, events that, like, Candy was. Because that shit, all your shit look a mess. So I know you. I know she's probably your biggest customer and your best customer, and you just lost being a dumbass. <laughs> um, still fuck Phaedra. What? You knew you shouldn't. You knew she knew she shouldn't even let him in the office. I mean, I, no, well, I don't. He he showed up. She he he was already in there. No, I know. He, I know he popped up, but. It's because she's messy and she's a liar and whatever. People in glass houses should not throw stones. Um, I'm Team Candy all the way, um, and she just telling all Candy's business, and it ain't because no confidence. She been wanting to tell that business because she's just too gleeful telling it. And she telling extra shit, and now she's talking about her business. Like y'all was in business together. Y'all was selling them things together. And so now you talking all this shit behind her back. Like, you wanted to talk that shit all Like, you just got too much to say about somebody who's supposed to be your good girlfriend. And y'all was so close. And you was so hurt that she didn't support you through her divorce. And now you just got a whole bunch of shit to say. You been wanting to say that shit. And that's why Candy right. talked to you the way she did. And that's why Candy wasn't wrong. Because you full of shit. Um, what else happened? Nothing, right? That was about it. Oh, we always forget crazy ass Matt and Kenya. Um, what happened with Matt and Kenya in this one? So, and here's so we gotta talk about this for a little bit. So, I knew Matt was crazy when he snapped on Peter, right? So, according to Kenya, and we always got to say according to Kenya, according to Kenya, um, for Peter's bar opening, Peter she wanted Matt. Uh, oh, she, yeah, 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 yeah. she wanted Peter to invite Matt because you know they his boys I don't know how much those his boys like you met them through Kenya y'all only seen each other twice you know what I mean like I don't know how much they his... I could have sworn remember when Matt first came around he was snapping on everybody that's what I said I knew he was I knew he was crazy from then when he snapped on Peter that's what I'm saying but anyway according to Kenya um then she thought about it and was like eh, I don't know I really don't think he should come because he's you know, volatile, and he's probably gonna make a scene, and I don't think he should come, so, Peter paid for Matt's ticket and Matt's flight, and Kenya canceled it, according to Kenya. Oh, 
and according to Peter also, um, she canceled it. So Matt being crazy d- drives to the event and shows up. And this is where Matt is crazy because, like we said before, yes, Kenya's Kenya, Kenya. Pull, she pulling strings. She manipulating me. She not pulling strings. She canceled your flight. She didn't want you to come. You're crazy because you drove and showed up. So this is how you're crazy because it's not a pulling the string. Yeah, can't, maybe it was a little manipulative or maybe she shouldn't have done it. Perhaps she should have thought better of it. But the point is she canceled it. So you weren't supposed to come. And you came. And you came and you punched the limo driver in the face. And you done been breaking her. The nigga's crazy. And, you know... I, I feel like Kenya is playing with fire here because that's the type of nigga that'll kill you. And I feel like that's the the, the reaction Cynthia had when when Kenya was telling her. Cynthia was looking at her like, okay, what do we need to do to make sure that, that this dude is gone and doesn't... Sh-? Cynthia wasn't playing around. Kenya was like telling a story, kind of like trying to dress it up. And Cynthia's whole face and demeanor... Was just kind of like, girl, um, this I don't, this ain't a game, and we need to, this nigga need to go because clearly something's wrong with him. Like, can you, like, Cynthia was not having, she wasn't kicking, she wasn't giggling, she wasn't trying to get no details. All she heard was he said he was gonna show up and the shit that he been saying to Kenya, and Cynthia was like, not for it. Cynthia's like, okay, well, we need to figure out how we gonna keep him away, and you need to get, uh, stop fucking with him because he crazy girl. That's how Cynthia was looking. So. Um, he shows up, he punches the dude, Peter, I felt like Peter's a, Todd, I don't like Todd, Todd was, uh, well, you know, it's two sides, and he feel like he was pulling strings, Peter was like, look, dead that, you need to dead it, you just stop dealing with him, he's dangerous, he's volatile, just stop dealing with him altogether, and that's how you deal with that, correct. Cause ain't nobody pulling your string, you, you, he's crazy, anytime you drive all the way to an event that you, I don't want you there, period. I don't want to talk to you. He's like a Chris Brown nigga. He going to force himself into the truck to talk. I don't want you here. I told, I canceled the ticket because I didn't want you here. Why are you here? So, she better be careful with that nigga because that nigga's crazy. That nigga will kill you. And she should have yeah. known, and she should have known that if not from when he broke her window when she went to visit his family because nothing about that, they was acting like he was a catch, and are you a gold digger and you a cougar, nigga for this nigga right here in these Nikes and flip flops and this Burlington Co Factor shirt that I had to buy for him because he'd have been sitting up here in a tank top, are you for real? Um Okay, so that was it on that show, right? And we don't have Blacking Starts uh, this coming Wednesday, so we'll add that to the rotation. That that Emmy Award should be Emmy Award winning show, the best show on TV. Black Ink, and this this season looked lit. Looked like Duchess got her ass kicked by some new by some new girl, um, and there's some new characters coming. And this this season looked like it might be. Uh, I mean, they all lit. <laughs> this one looked like it might be extra on fire. Yeah, I've been watching. You are watching those stars. Nah, I don't watch that. Um, Alright, so moving on. Anybody got you fucked up this week? Um Shit. No. I didn't really come out of this space. No. Not that I can think of. Let me let me think. 
You go, you go. I got a few, and I've been trying to think which one I was going to say. And I think that I'm going to say that this iPhone has me fucked up. Because I have these headphones, Sennheiser, but they have a cord on them. And this cord gets caught on every goddamn thing. My coat, my coat buttons. If I got a backpack, the bag, the air, the, my finger, my gloves. If I'm walking through the turnstile, the turnstile. These motherfucking headphones find a way to get stuck on every fucking thing. And what I want are cordless headphones. I really want to get cordless headphones. But I don't want to get them for this iPhone 6 because I need a new phone. However, the iPhone 7 got these fuck-ass headphones that come with it that you got to fucking wear. I don't want them shits. Them wireless headphones, I, I don't want them. Now, yeah, I could get an adapter for my cordless headphones, but that don't solve the problem of me needing cordless headphones. So, iPhone got me fucked up because they put out this fucking iPhone bullshit 7 with these bullshit headphones that don't nobody want and don't have a headphone jack. So, you got to either get an adapter or use they shit, which I don't want to use, or I got to spend 150 whatever dollars I'm going to spend for these wireless shits for this old-ass iPhone 6 with no guarantee that when the next iPhone go come out, they go back to a headphone jack like they should have been in the first place. So, iPhone got me fucked up because I'm just out here just struggling with this old ass crack screen phone and cordless um, fucking headphones waiting for iPhone to get their shit together and stop fucking around with the headphones. And I'm just, I'm uh, just, I'm, uh, just today, walking down the street, fucking trying to put the phone in my pocket, goddamn cord wrapped all around the button on my fucking coat, snatched the cord, every, oh, it's just, it's a pain in the ass. Like, oh, God. So, iPhone 7 which new headphone jack got me fucked up. Update though. The elevator, the new elevator, it's uh-huh. it's fixed. It's up and it's working. Lit. It's a fa- it's nice. It's fast. It goes up fast. It's nice and shiny. I don't even use the other elevator now. I took a little film of it on the inside, but like remember how I told you that other elevator take you on a ride? It don't do that. Right. So you go in, you press it, go straight up, it goes straight down. It's nice, it's clean, it's shiny, it's new. I'm like, this is nice. So now, now I'm only getting that elevator. I'm getting, and I didn't even realize that it, they put a note in like the ele, in like the other elevator, which I'm like, it was like the email. I was like, why wouldn't you just put a note up that says this elevator is now operational? They put a note in the other elevator that was like, it's some kind of code and shit. Like, I finally read it, and I was like, oh. It was like, good morning, Joe. Like, whoever they, whoever at the management office is in charge of the elevator, it was like, good morning, Joanne. Just wanted to let you know that I, it was like all this technical language would be up and operational. And that was in the elevator. And I guess that was our notice. And I was like, why wouldn't you just put a note that says, new elevator ready? You know what I'm saying? So it was like up for like two or three days before I realized it was even working. Because I noticed like I would notice the bing from it. And I was like, is that the other elevator? I was like, what is that? And I see somebody get out of it. And I was like, the new elevator is working. So I got in it. And I was like, oh, shit. This is nice. I'm like, I've been riding this raggedy ass elevator for extra days for no reason. Shit. Now I don't even fuck. I'm too good for that other elevator. I don't even fuck with that shit now. New el- that shit come and I'll be like nope waiting on a new one take the new one up that shit go straight up it don't take you up don't take you down no problems it's great 
Hopefully I get to ride it the next time I'm up there. This is a fantastic elevator. I love it. Rank they on. Take down the other one, right? Yeah, but so what? Like, take that old raggedy ass shit down. I don't care. We got the new joint. It's great. Um, yeah. So I just tell you that. It, it, rent gonna go up, but whatever. I just re, I just re um signed the lease here for two more. I think I'll stay here for two more years and then figure out what to do after that. Cause this is the be- I, I was gonna move to the um the other one, but this is a better deal. I mean, I would like for them to hold our packages before what I get and the rent I pay. It's a little bit more over there, and apartments are not, in my opinion, as nice. Yeah, they got a balcony, but some of them have a balcony, but those are the ones that are a little bit more pricey. Um. But I have more room here, and um, it's just a better deal. Like, this complex, of all the complexes that are around here, is the better deal. Dope. And we got new elevators. The only thing we really, the only thing they have, the Linux Terrace has over us, is they have the doorman that will hold your packages. Other than that, it's basically the same complex, except... We have a basket. That's not y'all doorman? Or, or is Lennox the one that's across? Lennox the one across the street. Gotcha. So ours is the one with the basketball court. Theirs is the one across the street. So they have the they have the driveway with the doorman. That's the only thing. And, gotcha. I mean, they hold your packages, which is nice. If you get a delivery, it's a convenience, but it ain't worth it to me to pay another three, dollars $400 in rent to get a doorman. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it's basically the same apartment that I have here. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, y'all. That's um. Go ahead and give our outros. Oh, I remember my got me. Uh, uh, what is it? So on New Year's, I don't think I talked about it last week. On New Year's, like I got like a fender bender, which was all my fault. Uh, it was just really stupid. I just wasn't paying attention. Um, and it happened to be on like an Uber trip, so I was terrified because like my ins- my insurance doesn't cover ride share, so I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I gotta come up with the cash and pay these white people so this shit can't go to my insurance, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I finally, like, call Uber, because I'm just like, yo, I have somebody in the car, all I need is for the bitch to go fall out in the hospital and, like, you know, nothing's wrong, but them calling me, like, you had an accident, you didn't report it, but yeah, yeah. so I hit them up, lo and behold, I was wrong about everything, they pay for it, because I was working, um, like, the shit was all my fault. Like, I fucked up. Like, I have nothing to say. And I was really disappointed in myself. And, like, whatever. But, yo, since then, these motherfuckers, the insurance company has not stopped calling. Like, my car, my car was perfect. My car's fine. I might have, like, a nickel scratch. Like, I have nothing, right? So, like, over, like, they blocked my account, standard procedure, just to make sure my car was mechanically sound and all this other stuff, right? So... The insurance company, like, I, I talked to, first I talked to the insurance company because they call, like, So, hey, wait, I you hit somebody else's car, mm-hmm. and their car is fucked up. Yeah, they got okay. the car, yeah. All right. So, like, I backed out, like, you, so you know how my driveway is? Like, my driveway goes up, like, it, yeah. straight up? Like a hill, Okay, yes. so, I was, huh? It's like a hill. Yeah, so, like. The person I was picking up, their driveway was just like mine, but it went down that way. So, like, I was backing out, and it was a tight residential street downtown, and I just, like, she was talking to me, like, oh, it's a, like, a whole bunch of shit going on. And, like, I didn't turn, like, I didn't turn enough. And, like, I consider myself a pretty elite driver. Like, it was just really stupid. Like, I was really just, 
upset about it. But anyway, so, like, they called, and they're like, Her, heard you got in an accident, and I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, your car, and I'm like, no. So you I, hit a moving car, or you hit a parked car? It was a parked car. Like, oh, it was stupid, Lord, bro. Like, stupid. <laughs> you gotta get some demerits for that. Yeah, man. But I never hit anything moving. Anytime, anytime I do something, I hit something part, like something stupid. Like I'm doing some really dumb shit. So, like they call and like they're just like, oh, uh, you, you know, better. send us your car, your car, your let, car. Let me ask you a question. Like, let me ask you a question. If that white lady wasn't in your car, would you guys just kept going? Hell yeah. All right. Say? I just want to make sure. Go ahead. Shit. <laughs> um, but I did hit somebody's mailbox once, and I I had to tell them because what. They was Negroes, and I felt bad. Yeah, fuck that black-ass mailbox. Uh-uh, but I be over there all the time, and it's like my cousin, he live on, like, this cul-de-sac, and it be, it Listen, be a lot of shit going on over there. You should have blamed that shit on the clan. I don't know. I seen some white man not your new mailbox, so I just wanted to let you know. He had <laughs> on the hood. Nah, I had to do it. But anyway, so, like, they called me. They called me, like, that same day after I fe- No, the next day, because I did it at nighttime. So they called me the next day, and they're just like, hey, yo, like, you know, report an, uh, um, an accident, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, so, um, like, your car. And I'm like, no, my car is fine. Like, my car is fine. I just want to know that if y'all going to pay for the other people's car or do I need to come over. Wait, how did the other people's, what, how did they their car get into it? Did you take their tag down? Like, what happened? Uh, no, I... They wound up being, like, the girls... They were her neighbors, obviously, but... I'm about like, to say, it had to be a like, white person involved with all this honesty. <laughs> they wound up being, like, her close friends. So we got out, we went over there, and I was just like, yo, I hate your fucking car. And they were like, Happy New Year! And I was just like, <laughs> hate your car. <laughs> and, um... So, they like, they were really cool. Like, they weren't mad. Like, I was upset. Like, I was pissed at myself. And, um... They were just like, calm down. And so, like, they gave me their insurance. They were just like... No, we don't want to do all this. Like, we'll go get a quote, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, yo, fuck. Like, how am I going to come up with Well, how hard could you, I mean, was it really, that? like, how hard could you hit them blacking out? Like, no, was it, okay. I didn't hit it hard at all. Like, I was, it was, was, was it something they could just, like, hammer out, or? I think so. I think they could just go in and, like, push it out. But, you know, when you bring your car to the auto body shop, they be lying. They be like, yo, we got to take this whole panel off. We got to <laughs> disassemble the entire car to put this window back in. And you're just like, the fuck? Whatever. <laughs> So I'm I'm prepared for this kind of scenario, and I'm just like I'm just like on the phone, and I'm just like, yo, I don't want to talk about my car. My car is fine. Like keep we don't need to talk about it. Keep going. And so, so they just keep like, you know, oh, we need to send pictures and the count is suspended for minimum, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yo, like first of all, I need to make money to pay these white people just in case y'all not gonna pay it. Um, but more importantly, are y'all gonna pay it? So finally, they were just like, yeah. Um, because you were on the clock for while you had some lump off. I'm like, okay, cool. So, we do all that, and they're like, oh, you can call Uber and let them know to unsuspend your account. So, I get off, send the Uber email, like, y'all can unsuspend my shit because my car is fine. And so then, Uber sends me an email, like, yeah, well, uh, you gotta send us some pictures. So I'm like, alright, well, so I send them the pictures, they unsuspend my shit. Yo, the insurance company has been calling me every day since Your, this your day insurance before. or Uber's insurance? Uber's insurance. About insurance, what do they my want? My insurance don't know nothing. Okay, what do Uber insurance want? Yo, they still calling me about the fucking pictures. Like, they're like, you have to send us your car. And I'm like, this, why? 
So like I try to send it. Like they they send me they send me text messages. They call. They email. But why do you have to send them your car if they have to cover the other car? That's what I keep saying. Like some it's one bitch. Her her name is Tabitha. I mean, honey, I know you're just doing your job, but please stop calling me. Like, well, just send her the picture. I did. They still called. What do they want? I don't know. They want they want me to pay the deductible to get the little scratch out of my car. That's what they want. Why don't you just tell them you don't want to scratch out your car? I did. How many more times can I say it? In what language? I don't understand. But anyway, so, I don't know. If they call tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to talk again. They called about three times today and sent me texts and emails. So I just... If you're like, Tabitha, 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 listen, listen. Linda, honey, listen. I just need you to cover the other car. My car's fine. Stop texting me. Stop calling me. I'm sending you the picture right now. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I I've sent the pictures. I saved them again because I'm just like, man, like I don't know. They're like, you know, you might lose money because your car is not in tip top. I'm like, my car is in tip top shape though. Like, who wants to really? Nobody, because nobody can see this scratch. Yeah, I, I can't even see. Yeah, that's why people don't like fucking with insurance. That's why you be like, you know what? Just, 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 just here. Let's just settle this amongst ourselves. Um, yeah. All right. But so, yeah, that's it. All right. So now that's it, y'all. That was episode eighty-seven. What are we gonna call this? We're fucked. Um. <laughs> Pray. <laughs> no, we gonna call it golden showers. Oh, yep, there we go, golden showers. <laughs> episode 87, thanks for asking golden showers. Go ahead and give us our uh, outros. Alright, y'all, so thank y'all as always for rocking with us. Um, tell your friends, keep telling your friends, rather. We notice y'all have been telling y'all friends, and shout out to y'all. Um, we see our follower count is going up, and our listens. Um, reach out to us on the email, thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Also, um, we're trying to get you guys to direct all the traffic to the actual podcast Twitter, which is thanks for, wait, thanks underscore for asking without the G on Twitter. Um, so any comments, questions, whatever, anything you guys want to say, we want you guys to kind of just push it over there so we can streamline it. Um, so between the two of us, we can balance getting back to you guys. Uh, between Suave, she can get back to y'all. Well, nigga, sometimes I don't be checking. You be answering. I'll be I only answer, answer when they asking me like a specific question, but <laughs> I'll retweet. But I don't. Shit, have me out here looking crazy because I'll be answering twice and shit. And I'll be like, oh, if they shit. if they dress me specifically, like you said, such and such, such and such, I'll answer. But yeah, yeah, but, I'm, um, I'm, yeah I'm, I don't do admin. Done. Is the point here? <laughs> I don't do that. It's not my thing. But yeah, please uh, do that for us so we can um, better engage with you guys. We don't want you guys to think that we're just like ignoring you and because we're not anybody. We're still we're reg- very much regular um, and want to interact with you guys. So please do that. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for putting us on y'all list. Thank y'all for telling y'all friends. Um. You know. Thanks for giving us a little buzz. Hopefully, get a little bit more. We got big plans for this and. Um ourselves and you know we're just gonna improve and we might change the format up a little bit i don't know tell us what y'all think like you know we try to keep it fresh and we're trying to keep it unique and not do what everybody else do i feel like we don't do what everybody else does but you know perhaps um somebody not involved in the podcasting have an idea anyway just 
you got any ideas or you got any shows or anything you would like us to address and we can work it in, let us know. Well, I mean, we're going to keep this form formatting what it is. We're not going to change it too much, but, you know, we are growing. Just give in. us feedback. Like, you guys yeah, tell me. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You don't tell me, so you make me feel like I suck. And I know I don't suck, but uh, yeah, let us know. Yeah. All right, y'all. Um, Episode 87, thanks for asking. Golden showers, and um, see y'all next week. Peace. All right, peace, y'all.